This is episode 411 of The Amy Ehlers Show. Show notes can be found at amyehlersshow.com forward slash 411. The Amy Ehlers Show is especially for powerful women just like you that are ready to stop being so darn hard on themselves and end the cycle of burnout so they can rise into leaders that we can believe in. And I'm so excited because this is our final Aging with Grace series show. This is show three of three, and we have a super special guest today that's going to be talking about the age women become invisible. Oh, yes. So I brought onto the show today none other than Jennifer Authorton, who is the founder of the fabulous Old Chicks No Shit. You're going to want to check out her podcast called Old Chicks No Shit, as well as her website and as well as her, I love her Instagram account because she is always making, she's either making me go, oh my gosh, so right on, cry, goosebumps, or die with laughter. She's so funny. Jennifer was faced with the questions about aging and a whole lot more when she had her own midlife reinvention at the age of 50. Jennifer was faced with tons of questions about becoming older and a whole lot more during her own midlife reinvention at the age of 50. She found herself divorced an empty nester, unemployed, and bedridden with a serious illness. So she personally knows how daunting it can feel when all the messaging in our culture is telling us that we have somehow become a diminished version of our former selves just because we've reached a certain age. Total BS, right? In fact, midlife and beyond can be one of the most powerful points in our lives. And that's why she created Old Chicks No Shit. It's a ton-in-cheek expression to open the door to a very serious conversation. It's about reminding ourselves that we are so much more than our age, our faces, and our bodies. We are knowledge. We are experience and wisdom. We are not the middle-aged women of our mother's and grandmother's times. We are young, vibrant, and energetic with much to offer the world. And we are confident and brave with deep self-knowing and authenticity on our side. And we are more than capable of bringing to life anything that we can dream of. So you are going to love today's episode. I can't wait. And with that, on with the show. Jennifer, I'm so glad to have you here today because, oh my goodness, well, first of all, I love the name of your podcast and your brand and what you're doing in the world, Old Chicks No Shit, because we do. Hello. And I'm so yes, excited. We do. <laughs> we do. We know stuff. And I'm so excited to talk about, you know, how much we become invisible, the, as you call it, the lost years of womanhood after, you know, women of a certain age, when we reach that middle age point and how the world just... And interacts with us completely differently. And I'd love to hear yeah. more about that and what you're noticing in this space and what that's all about, these lost years of womanhood. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on, Amy. Um, I, I love to talk about this stuff. It's my passion. It's the reason I get out of bed every day. So yes. um, yeah, it's, it's such an interesting thing. And, um, you know, when I was at the point of having to kind of reinvent myself and reinvent my life, like at the age of 50, um, you know, I found myself divorced an empty nester. Um, I had lost my job at that point, And I was also struggling with a, um, a serious stress related illness. And I was 
I, I was literally lying in my bed one day and thinking like, how can I even be starting over? Like life is over for me. Like I'm 50, who starts over at 50? Oh. And as I heard myself, as I heard myself saying that like over and over again and thinking like, why do I feel that, you know, that all of a sudden life has ended? And, you know, as I started to kind of dig into it, I realized that what I didn't see out in the world was representation of 50 year old women starting over. Now, you know, I know that there are a lot of women doing in their 50s and 60s and 70s doing amazing things on this planet for the world, but you just don't see it anywhere. And so, you know, when I'm lying there, you know, wallowing in my my own pity over, you know, how is it that people can be starting over when they're, you know, supposed to be winding it down? And I started looking out, you know, into the media and, you know, into what I saw around me, I realized that there was no representation of women probably over the age of 40 anywhere that didn't include things like bladder leakage protection or (laughs) meal replacement supplements or retirement commercials. And, you know, those are all valuable products that we need, but it tells like a fraction of the story of what women are capable of in this time of their lives. And, you know, so after, you know, kind of realizing this, I thought, okay, I'm going to go on a search for where are the 50-year-old women doing kick-ass things, you know, in, in this, at this time of their lives. And I started to uncover them. And I, that's actually why I started the podcast and why I started this whole movement is because we need to showcase women in their 40s and 50s and 60s, um, rebuilding their lives, you know, reinventing themselves, starting businesses, you know, tackling challenges, chasing dreams, all of that stuff. Like we don't just disappear from society when you reach a certain age. So yeah, maybe our bodies don't look the same. Maybe we got a few more wrinkles and some gray hair, but it doesn't have an impact on our value. And unfortunately, that is the message that we get from our society over and over again, that our value is either A, in the way that we look, or be in, you know, our ability to reproduce, to have children. Right. So when those two things don't look like they used to, or don't work like they used to, we all start questioning what is our value. Right. Well, and I I think you're so right. And it's so interesting having daughters that I'm raising right now with a almost 13 year old and a six year old to see just how sexualized young girls are. And then it's like, all of a sudden we reach this point of being in our 40s, our mid-40s, midlife, what have you. And then all of a sudden, we're completely desexualized, <laughs> right? <Completely>. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like we're sexualized too soon and then we're unsexualized too soon. It's just like we cannot win as women. It's just insane. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized that like walking down the, the street with my 20-something daughter, like right. all of a sudden I'm like, look at everybody's looking at her. Nobody's looking at me. And you know, okay, I had an ego moment in there. Like, wait right. a minute. I still got it, right? Yeah. But then just realizing that all of a sudden it's like you society has shifted its gaze from you. Right. And yeah. so that feeling of being invisible, which I know any of you that are listening right now that can relate to this, this feeling, you know, I was talking with a friend the other day where she was like, oh my gosh, I went to this conference and I felt so invisible. It was like people just mm. didn't even notice that I was there because I'm in my 50s. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it, it's just so interesting. What it, what would you say to women that are feeling that way right now, whether at work, you know, we're here in this pandemic and the shelter in place and financial crisis, like all these things are happening right now. 
And I know that then all of a sudden we're even more invisible because everything is virtual and we're doing, <laughs> yeah. you know, all these things virtually. What, what are some of the tools that you give women to deal with that feeling yeah. of feeling invisible and erased? Yeah. So this really is what I call a turning point um, in our lives because we have been raised and cultured to um, seek our value outside of us. So, you know, in our bodies, um, you know, in our ability to bear children, in our ability to serve and do things for others. Right. All of a sudden, when like our kids leave home, our body changes and we can no longer have kids. We've never been taught the other side of that coin. Right. Is us now turning inwards and turning towards ourselves. And that's probably the one, if, if there's one message that I talk about um, consistently uh, in the work that I do, it's about this is the time of life where we are actually being forced to turn inwards. We are being forced to listen to our own dreams, listen to our soul's voice, you know, listen to what is it that we want rather than putting everyone and everything, you know, external above us. It's now time to focus um, in, w- within us. And when we do that, we find amazing, amazing things that we've been ignoring forever, right? Like we, uh, you know, I see clients who are all of a sudden like, I've always wanted to, you know, ride that motorbike across the country and all right. of a sudden they do it and they feel more free than they ever have, you know, wanting to start that business that they didn't think they could, wanting to lead that relationship. And all of a sudden you're seeing these women who, you know, are listening to these inner voices, listening to their inner knowing and are feeling free, like they're blossoming, right? And so, you know, there is um, in Chinese medicine, and I am not a Chinese medicine practitioner, but there's the idea of this Chong meridian. So it's an MG meridian that runs through the body. Mm. And during our childbearing years, the flow of energy runs from top to bottom. So it runs down the body towards the reproductive organs, because Mm. that is where the focus is for that period in in our lives. When we reach menopause and we stop, you know, having the ability to reproduce, that energy meridian actually shifts and comes up through the body and out through the eyes. Wow. The idea is that um, it's about us sharing our knowledge, sharing our wisdom and experience and our gifts with the world. So, I mean, every time I mention that, I actually get goosebumps. Yeah. I'm like, you know, we are so well equipped um, to deal with this time in our lives. In fact, more than well-equipped to deal, we are well-equipped to thrive in this time of our lives. And we just need to have a bit of a shift in perspective on that. I because love that. Yeah. When we stop giving away our energy to what our bodies, lo- bodies look like and what other people think of us, all of a sudden we have now this newfound resource of energy that we can devote to things that we are passionate about. I love that so much. So it's like really changing the perspective of that. This is a time of feeling invisible and where you feel erased to this time of blossoming and blooming and sharing your gifts with the world and having this be this next level of life that is different than any other part of your life ever before. Exactly. In, in fact, I would argue it's probably one of, not one of the most powerful point in a woman's life, because it's like, we've done everything that we needed to do, you know, to raise a family and, you know, to do all the things that we need to do in terms of serving others, which, you know, as women, we spend a lot of time focused on that. And all of a sudden we're now collecting all of that energy back. Um, and it takes, it's a bit of a transition, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're learning, we're unlearning and relearning, um, you know, where our power lies. 
and it's it's beautiful to watch. Like it's just so beautiful to see um, women blossoming at this time of their lives. So for any of you listening that are, can relate to this, really taking a look at listening within, like Jennifer saying, and looking at what is it that you really want to do at this point in your life, mm-hmm. and looking at how can you shift your perspective so that it is a time of blossoming and flourishing and thriving, like so that it's the best of your life is ahead of you versus the best of your life being behind you. Right, right. I feel like it's such a common thing that once we hit middle age, women can start to feel that it's like, oh, that was, those were the good old days, right? It's like, (laughs) those were the good old days. And then it's like, well, you know what, if you really think about it and stop romanticizing the good old days of your twenties or what have you, and start really remembering what that time was like, or you talk to an actual 20 year old and the struggles that they're having, (laughs) it's completely different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we've just never been taught to, to see that value. Right. Um, and that's what, and that's, so basically that's what my, what I consider my job is, is basically to help um, everyone see that shift. And, you know, like I said, just stop giving our energy away on things we can't control, like sagging skin and, you know, wrinkles and things like that and start turning it towards things that actually, you know, make a huge difference in our lives. Well, and this is why it's so exciting when we see a lot of women in Hollywood starting to come up that are in middle age and beyond starting to produce films, starting to produce television shows. When you look at the powerhouses that are really coming forth and starting to, you know, really tell different stories, Ava DuVernay, I mean, all of the incredible work that she's doing on television and in film. I mean, my goodness, it's incredible. And looking at people like Reese Witherspoon and Oprah and all of these people that are really starting to have more representation and starting to tell women's stories and not just young women's stories, but women that are in middle age and beyond. It's amazing to see that on the screen. Yeah. Oh, it, like we are at definitely at the beginning of a shift on so many things yes. on our planet right now. Like yeah. So many things, but this is one of them, right? Like where we're starting to see that representation, you know, if you look at, you know, women who are like Mae Musk, for example, who is the, I think she's the face of cover girl. Is it cover girl? Mm. Uh, one of the large makeup brands anyway, and things like that, where you're starting to see women in their forties and fifties being represented, yes. you know, um, it's, it's, And it's wonderful to see because, you know, we like through the medium, we're bombarded with something like 30,000 images a day of what the perfect woman should be. It should look like, like consciously and unconsciously. And if what's thrown in our face is the representation of 25, like, hello, no wonder we start to feel like we're not measuring up when we're 50. Right. Right. So right. The more well, that guess we can, what? Like yeah. even my 13 year old feels like she can't measure up because it's all photoshopped and it, like <laughs> airbrushed to death. Nobody looks like that. I always love the Cindy Crawford quote. Even I don't look like Cindy Crawford. And it's yeah. like, these are like not even any representation of any human being. It's just completely false. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Then, yeah. And so it's what a huge thing to then have women with wrinkles and women with, you know, with uh, different shaped bodies and pr- postmenopausal bodies and all of this starting to be on the screen and be embraced yeah. and be sexy and sensual and interesting yeah. and powerful. I, it's so important. And not only that, like women with stories, women with experience, yes. women, women with wisdom, like that, like this is now going to come to the forefront as opposed to the total sum of a woman's value being in what her skin looks like. Right. 
right? Like right. how interesting is a person with a story and a history? Like, hello. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I keep thinking of, you know, the coming of age story and how that's done over and over and over and over and over again in Hollywood. And it's like, what's yeah. the, you know, the coming of middle age story that they can start doing over and over and over again of these different portraits of women who've lived so much of life and are on to their next thing. Yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, the story, you know, like the coming of age um, and the true coming of age, like, you know, coming into your 40s and 50s is characterized. The only conversation, and even that's a small conversation, is on the horrors of menopause. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, what are your symptoms? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Flashes, my body's betraying me. I'm gaining weight. It doesn't look like it used to. Right? Literally, again, it's Mother Nature and her divine wisdom shifting our focus for us. It's no Mm -hmm. longer about what your body can do and what your body looks like. It's about what's your soul, right? Mm -hmm. How do you bring Mm -hmm. heart um, and soul into this world? I love that. I love that so much. I'm curious, you know, for you, it sounds like, you know, right around when you really started waking up to this, you had gotten laid off or lost your job. And I know Mm -hmm. that for many of the women listening, they're still in a corporate job environment and are experiencing ageism on such a deep level. I talk to women all the time that are experiencing that or are wanting to shift into this next career and then they go in for interviews and the people that are interviewing them are half their age and they feel completely out of place. What do you, what do you feel like is the best way for women to deal with that reality of ageism? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, again, like I think our society has so much catching up to do, um, you know, in terms of, and, and, and we ourselves, like in terms of valuing, truly valuing, you know, the, the knowledge, the wisdom and the experience that we have. So in a lot of cases, you know, that's downplayed by us as well. <laughs> like, you know, we're all guilty of it. It's like, oh, I just did what I had to do. But really kind of selling um, accomplishments, yes. right? Like, this is what I've done. Here's the story. This is what I overcame. Yes. Right. Because there, again, there's so much power in that. And, and also, you know, I, I call this the the paradox of midlife in that there in so many ways we become more confident and comfortable in who we are. And yet at the same time, we still doubt ourselves and our abilities. Right. Right. So we're Maybe kind of mean girl, right? That's right. is so true. It's like all these accomplishments. And then there's the inner mean girl saying, you're not qualified, you're not ready all those things. And you're like, well, if I'm not ready and I'm 50, when am I going to freaking be ready? Why don't we just decide that we're ready ladies? Like we can decide it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or we just downplay it. Oh, that little thing. I just did that. Right. I had to do that. Right. Oh my gosh. It drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is, it is like, first of all, we internally have to see the value of our own experience. Yes. Right. And then when we bring that confident, con- confidently to the table, then other people can see it too. But when we're constantly downplaying, feeling irrelevant, you know, feeling invisible, then yeah. that's the energy for which we're bringing it to the table. So we first need to stand in our own power in order to radiate that power out. And, you know, I mean, that's my mission on this planet is to have as many women in midlife standing in their power so that we can actually start to, you know, cause that shift. Like, how we perceive ourselves is how the world will perceive, perceive us and, you know, getting away from, you know, <laughs> from minimizing downplaying and feeling lost and irrelevant, right? We are not lost. We are not irrelevant. We just need to shift our perspective slightly. 
Yes, absolutely. I love that. And I feel like it's, you know, I often will tell people, have you read your bio lately? Maybe yes. just go read your bio or have you yes. read your resume lately? Why don't you go ahead and read your resume? Like read your yeah. accomplishments for a moment and just really let that sink in. Because, you know, when we put it on paper, when we put it out there, if you're an entrepreneur and you have your about section on your website or you have your resume or your LinkedIn profile or whatever it is, and you start really drinking in the accomplishments that you have, it is such a powerful thing. It really is. It's so powerful because like you said, downplaying it, minimizing it, underestimating ourselves, all of these toxic habits that we have as women... I've, you know, we think that it's just going to automatically get better with age, but as you would say, it's about going within and really working on yourself in that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, one beautiful example that I read, so um, killer whales are actually the only other mammal on the planet that goes through menopause like humans do. Really? Yeah, I know. Interesting, huh? Yeah. And what happens is when the female killer whales can no longer reproduce, they actually become the leaders of their pods. Mm. So they help uh, protect the pod. They help search for food, um, you know, so they're, they're guiding and leading the way. And I'm like, wow, if we could only just see ourselves that way. I, I just got chills when you said that. <laughs> I love that so much because yeah. it's like the honoring of the elder within us versus this putting people aside and, and acting like they're invisible, which, you know, if you look at the way in our society nowadays, especially here in the West, the way that we treat our elders, the way that we treat, (sighs) you know, it's like we then shove people aside when they have so much knowledge and so much to offer us so much expertise. Yeah, I mean, and there are tribes and cultures outside of, you know, the Western world where um, when a woman goes through menopause, she actually gets to join the elders council, which no women are allowed into until you pass menopause. Wow. Right. And again, a beautiful honoring of the wisdom and experience that that woman has lived and contributed to that tribe. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And it's, and I think that's really about all of us as women starting to bond together to really respect that. I know for me, one of my best friends is 20 years older than me. And I always say to her, I'm like, you get more beautiful and more sexy with every year. And, and yeah. I genuinely mean it. I'm like, you're my idol. You're my role model. <laughs> like the right. way that it's, 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 it blows my mind. Cause literally every birthday I'm like, okay, how did you get more beautiful, more sexy, more amazing with every single year. And I, and I had a college professor that once said to me many years ago, age is one of the least interesting things about people. Yeah. I just thought that was such like as a 20 something to hear that was like, yeah. Like why, why would I try to make this whole thing of age? Because it is such a psychological thing, the way that we treat ourselves and there, I know, you know, 20 somethings that act like the wisest people I know. And I know 60 somethings <laughs> yeah. that act like they're, you know, treating themselves like complete insecure, you know, they don't know what to do with their hands when you're speaking to them. So it's like, right. it's totally irrelevant, you know? And, it, and you're absolutely right. I mean, it's all out, you know, how we think about ourselves, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I see women with, you know, accomplishing amazing physical feats in their fifties. 
you know, and that like, and quite often, you know, they're probably even more equipped to do that because they have the mental power and strength to, you know, to power through these things that maybe you don't have when you're in your twenties, like physically, maybe you can do it, but maybe you don't have the mental fortitude to be able to do it. So you're right. Like it's completely irrelevant. It's all in what we believe we can do. Yes. Well, I know that, um, you know, some of the things that you do are like you run the, the empowerment workshop that Mm -hmm. you use. Will you tell a little bit, the people that are listening a little bit about that workshop and the kind of work that you do with women inside that? Yeah. So, um, the empowerment intensive is actually kind of a very, uh, condensed version of what I normally do with my one-on-one clients. And Mm -hmm. that is really around, um, it's built around three, three words, which are, um, connection, clarity, and and courage. Yeah. Courage. Connection, clarity, and courage. Got it. Yes. And, you know, quite often I see women who are feeling, you know, who know they want something more for their lives, but they are unsure a, what it is, or maybe how to get it, or they're looking around their life and they're going, is this it? Or I'm just tired. Right. Right? And, you know, they, they, they are feeling really, really stuck. And so one of the big things that why we feel stuck and why we don't know kind of what we want is because we have been disconnected for, from ourselves for so long. And I know this was true of me. I mean, when I was, you know, in the worst of my, you know, my stress-related illness and lying on my bed every day going, who am I? What, what do I want? It took me months months to get to that decision because I was so used to, you know, being a mom and being a wife and making sure everybody was okay and doing all the right things in my career. And, but I never actually stopped to consider who I was and what I wanted. And so the first step is really about getting deeply connected to who you are. Like let those, let the soul voice come out, like let your desires come to the surface. Like what are those dreams that you've been shelving? Let's reconnect with those. Right. And as soon as you start to um, build that connection and really it's about building trust within ourselves, um, then all of a sudden you start to have clarity about what what's next for you. What do you want? And when you have that clarity, then the courage to step into that then is, you know, doesn't seem quite so it doesn't seem quite so overwhelming. Like you can manage it because you have a very clear vision of what it is that's the right thing for you. Right. And so within the four week program, we, we cover all of those topics and really are uncovering like what are, what are our, um, our limiting beliefs, you know, the, 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 the thoughts that are holding us back, like, what are we not considering valuable that is in fact, incredibly valuable? Like, who are we? Because as soon as you know, again, who you are, you can step powerfully into that and then into the next thing. And that's what guides us, right? It's being pulled forward by our internal voice, as opposed to being driven by the external, which is where we spent a lot of our, spend a lot of our time. So it's really a four-week program designed to get people kickstarted into that line of thinking about where they want to go next in their lives. Because often what happens to us in midlife is, you know, everything that's not fully aligned with who we truly are, like the weight of that becomes unbearable by the time you reach your mid forties or your fifties, right? Like if you're in a career that maybe is not satisfying anymore, a relationship that's not working for you, or, you know, you're living in a place that you don't love, all of a sudden those things that are no longer aligned with who you are, like who you are truly authentically inside, they start to become at this time of our lives really big, like really big things. Right. And that is right. our inner voice saying, this is the time of life when you step into your truth, when you step into the, your authenticity. Right. I, first I love that. Right. Well, that. It's, it's almost like the tolerations 
we're just no longer willing to tolerate the things that we were willing to yeah. tolerate before. Yeah. And it's like, no, not doing this yeah. anymore. <laughs> you know, and yeah. you know, as the way, <laughs> the way life goes quite often, life will throw obstacles in your way to, you know, to, in order to get you to see that, oh my goodness, this isn't fitting anymore. I mean, right. that's exactly what happened to me, right? Like all of my external identities were all of a sudden removed. Like I was no longer a corporate executive. <laughs> my daughter had left home, you know, I was divorced. So I was no longer a wife. And all of a sudden I'm like, who am I if I don't have right. these external titles? And so the search for finding, you know, the real truth of who I am began. And that's really what I want to get started with this empowerment intensive because getting to the truth of who you are is the first step in finding out what's next in your life. Well, and I can imagine that doing that in the company of other women that are in your age group yes. is so powerful. I know when I, yes. when I led the um, Barefoot Perfect in retreat in Belize and we had it for women in midlife and beyond, it was like a breath of fresh air for all of us to be gathering and be you know, 40 something, 50 something, 60 something, 70 something, which we had everybody in those, in that age range there at the retreat, it was a different level of conversation. Yeah. And it was a different depth of conversation. Yes. Yeah. And just knowing that you, you're, you're not in it alone. Like the right. other people who like just that in itself is just a powerful thing, right? Like, yes. and how we can band together and support each other. Like you mentioned earlier, right? Like this is, this is the, the power is us banding together and supporting each other as we move forward. Where can people find out more about the empowerment intensive? Um, so you can go to my website, which is old, old chicks, no shit.com. And that's K N O W as opposed to N O. Yes. <laughs> so it's yes. Old, yes. <laughs> old chicks, which th- that one works too, but yes. yes. <laughs> um, it's old chicks, no shit.com. Yes. Um, and there you will find all of the information about the program, which I uh, will be starting again in September. Awesome. And also you can get details of the podcast as well as well there. Wonderful. And all of this will also be in the show notes, of course, everybody. So definitely check it out. And you'll definitely want to start listening to Jennifer's awesome podcast, check out the empowerment intensive and just really start drinking it and and follow you on social media because I love uh, whenever I get, you know, in my social media feed, one of your posts, I'm always so either a super inspired or B often the case laughing my ass off <laughs> because you post the funniest things. Which yes, I do try to inject a little bit of humor in there yes. because we all need to laugh. It's good for yes. the soul. It's good for everything. Actually, it's good for the body. It's good for the soul. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at old chicks, no shit as well. Awesome. That's so great. So one of the final questions that I ask all my guests that are here on the Amy Ayler show is what is magical and what is messy about your life these days? Oh, wow. What a fantastic question. (laughs) What is magical and what is messy? Yeah. Can we do the messy first, if you will, because then we can end on the magical note. Yeah. So... (laughs) And they're actually very kind of probably, like I said, two t- two sides of the same coin. Yes, it often is for people. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, because what's messy uh, for me right now is really, really deepening into um, surrender and self-trust, right? Yeah. So it's been a common theme along the way, but really kind of, um, you know, allowing, allowing inner guidance coming from a former control freak, (laughs) um, to, to keep me in flow. 
Yes. Right? And staying yes. in the flow of things. And so while that's messy, it's messy as hell a lot of the times and I screw up a lot of the time. Um, it's also on the flip side of that magic. Yes. Uh, because there has been so many, um, I've spent so much of my life living in controlling and manipulating all of the variables from my career to my body, to my family, to everything yeah. that letting go has been a difficult process. Sure. And so, but every single solitary time I do magic happens. I love that. The yeah. art of surrender, right? It's, it's a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that is both the messy and the magic. Yes. Um, and I continue to play with those, uh, with those two sides of that coin. Awesome. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here on the show. I, I love having this conversation with you and I love bringing all of these amazing, powerful women that are listening, you know, bringing their focus and attention to how incredible they are and to remind them about standing in their own power and that you are yes. not invisible. You are not being erased yeah. and that this can be a time of life that the best is yet to come, a time yeah, of life of absolutely. total empowerment and blossoming for you. Absolutely. I mean, between the ages of like 50 and 85, you've got 35 years. Think of all the things you can do in 35 years. I love that. Right? So thank you for having me. Thanks, Jennifer. So with that, everyone, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of life. Until next time, signing off. Bye-bye, everyone. Mm-hmm.